The Hawkeye Nation podcast is happy to have Exile Brewing Company as our anchor sponsor based in Des Moines, Iowa, down at 1514 Walnut Street, established in 2012. The 2015 Great American Beer Festival gold medal winner, top 10 best-selling new craft beer in the nation for 2015, and you have that in Des Moines, Iowa, available on tap and in bottles throughout the entire state. They brew five year-round beers, 10 to 15 seasonal and limited release beers so check them out exile brewing company 1514 wallet street Welcome to HawkeyeNation.com. Instant reacts. Not so instant today. It will end up being instant um, in the future. I feel like I've got to turn in my Hawkeye card. I actually went to the Iowa State game yesterday because we got floor seats. So I hope nobody will hold that against me. But I had to do it. When you get it, when you get something like that, you got to head out there. Obviously, tears of a clown. We've got two straight losses after three straight wins. The guard play was absolutely pitiful, shooting-wise. That that can't happen. If if I was going to make a chance, you know, a run at anything even close to the NIT, they've got they've got to improve their shooting. We've got uh, some of the box score here: Bohannon, O of eight field goals, O of six from three-point range. That is not going to cut it, okay? And I'm a guy that's been sticking up from Bohannon from the beginning. I've talked into a ton. I've talked with a ton of people. Now, to be fair, I didn't see him play in high school, which I normally watch all these recruits in, come in because I like to first guess these recruits instead of second guessing them to see what kind of talent Fran is seeing in these guys. Because say what you will about Fran, he knows that he's he has an eye for talent. He sees the talent in these guys before some of the other coaches do. Um, Bohannon, we can't see that from Bohannon. He's got to hit those threes. I've loved him. I've been pleasantly surprised with him this year. You forget, throw the game out where he went 0 for 9 for three-point range. He was sick. Who's going to shoot well if you're shooting, you know, as you feel like you're going to yak all over yourself and you've got a temperature? That's not going to work. Okay? I think we'll give him an out there. Last night, that's not going to work. We can, You cannot challenge for Big Ten titles challenge for NITs or even NCAA tournaments when your starting point guard is getting zero points. That's not going to work. And the backup isn't helping much at all either. That will not work. But I do like Bohannon. Back to him. Spent a lot of criticism of him on the uh, message boards. I kind of like him. I don't know if the bar was so set for me and Bohannon that anything he does, I'm very surprised at. It could be. It could be. But he's quicker than some of the guys that I talk to that I respect their opinion on basketball. Um, he does have to work on defensive lateral movement. That that will not cut it. Um, he has to stay in front of his guys because our big guys are so young. They're not they're not ready to help yet. I saw some quotes a couple weeks ago that yeah they're, they're get, they are getting better. Their head is on a swivel. Their eyes are moving. They're anticipating what the offense is going to do. And that's what's going to have to happen in order for Iowa to make this work. Um, Moss didn't do anything. 
He was over. Jock was, I think, two for 11 here. Um, field goals for the entire game. 0 for 5 from three-point range. I don't know that Peter Jock, okay? I do not know that Peter Jock. I've ne- He's got the sweetest stroke I've ever seen. What I did love is is he's deciding to be more of a playmaker, which I like, because they have got to come out to him to 25 feet. We've talked in the past about Peter Jock, you know, they're talking about, well, there's no real bad shot for Peter Jock. I've heard Crispin say that. I've heard Dockage say that. I've heard many of the ESPN guys and Big Ten Network guys. Yes, there is a bad shot. There is a a bad shot for everybody. I don't care if you're Curry. Some of that stuff is shouldn't be shot. He's got guys on his team now that he sees can do it, and he needs to feed them the ball. There was a moment in, in yesterday's game where uh, Ellingson was open. You've got to get him the ball. When that guy has the ball and he is open, that sucker's going in. Is he shooting 58% from the field? See if you can look that up. I, from three-point range? I think I think Ellingson's shooting like 53, 58%. That's that's sick. And you got to go out of your way to get him the ball if he's open. Jock just looked at him. What are you doing? You're just looking at him. He's right there wide open. Pass him the ball. He is essentially you. When you're wide open, he's got to think more like that, and as as well as Bohannon. But we'll see. Some of the some of the numbers were ugly. The shooting percentages overall, field goal percentage, thirty two point eight percent. I don't care if you are a, a genius at math or you flunked math in sixth grade. That's not going to cut it. Twenty one out of sixty four from the field. Three points. Field goal percentage was even worse. Four out of twenty one. Nineteen percent. I was not going to win games like that. I didn't think Iowa was going to go into Michigan State and win that game. It's stunning to me that they did last year with Woody and the boys and Gazelle and Utah, but that will not cut it. They've got to hit their threes. They've got to be on. They've got to put the ball in the basket. More than that, they've got to play defense. Defense is the name of the game, and they are slowly getting better. You understand with the lack of experience that Iowa has, you have, you understand that you're not going to see that every game, but you have to see effort, okay? If you, if you aren't anticipating where some of the cuts are coming from and you make a mistake here and there, I understand, but the effort has always got to be there, and that includes Jock, the senior. Jock has to show it to the young guys. He's got to show it. The guys down low have to learn how to wall up on the inside. They have to learn how to help defense. And my man Bohannon needs to stay in front of his defense, in, in front of his offensive player, because that that will not cut it. It breaks down everything. Everything goes to H E W hockey sticks when that happens. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Let's see. Yeah. What what is his percentage? Can you can you read it to me? 54, yeah, so 55% from three-point range. That's sick. Yeah, that's sick. And Jock is, what? what's Jock, 38%, something like that? Yeah, yeah, 36%. And his his has been going downhill since he's been hurt. And it stinks because we were about ready to see an all-time great season. Literally, an all-time great season. I've been alive a, a while now. And he was leading how many games ago before he hurt his back slash shoulder he was leading all Power 5 conferences in scoring. That doesn't happen at Iowa. This is a kid that whose only other offer was Drake. Drake. 
Yeah, ninety-two percent from free throw. Yeah, but he missed two yesterday. That's not. Yeah, when you see when you see Peter Jock miss a free throw, that's that's ugly. But it's kind of sad because we were going to see an all-time, I will say, offensive great season. He doesn't play defense like we like we need to see. But as for as far as offense, you're leading all five power conferences in points per game, and I, I didn't see that stopping anytime soon. Now what he's got to realize is what he is. I think he had five six assists last night. See if I can look that up real quick. Jock had he had five rebounds, eight assists for crying out loud, eight assists. You don't see that from Peter Jock. That means he's getting it. That's that's good to see because if they're coming out that far, getting in his face, he doesn't need to be shooting that. He has an unbelievable shot. Yeah, Jock had 32 minutes, but and Cook, yeah, Cook, Cook played oh well. Uh, my my man Bear is obviously. I love Bear. I I love I love this team. I do. I feel like Gary Ryman here. I love this team. I love this Iowa Hawkeye team. I love that Bohannon came to Iowa. I love that Jocks and I went and came here. We need to keep not only the Iowa guys. At Iowa, because it doesn't look like Iowa State's going after many Iowa players. We're going to bring in Matt McCaffrey's son next year, which is good. Uh, we got a couple other guys down the line that are studs, and he's got a sh- chance to make that happen. I'm not going to get into politics here, okay? And some people think this is arrogant, and I really don't care. I'm a Hawkeye fan. I grew up here, and I even root for Iowa State sometimes. <laughs> okay? Sometimes I root for Iowa State, okay? I want the guys staying in the freaking borders, okay? And not to get into politics, all right? I don't care if you're left, right, whatever, okay? But I kind of would like to see... Let's talk about Trump for a second. I would like a wall around the state of Iowa. I would like a, st- a wall around the state of Iowa to keep all that talent in this gun- in this state. Um, that can All this talent went to Kansas or North Carolina. You look at LaFrenz. You look at Collison. You look at Heinrich. Um... Although, had Iowa State, from what I understand, had they gotten Heinrich, they wouldn't have gotten Tinsley. Who would you have taken, Heinrich or Tinsley? I mean, Tinsley was Tinsley was the man. I think probably what had to happen, happened there. Um, but LaFrenz, Collison, Heinrich, um, Harrison Barnes, Iowa State missed out on. So did Iowa. Um, the kid from North Carolina, Her- Marcus Page. You think of Corver. Think about these guys staying in the state of Iowa. It can be done. They can keep the talent in here, go out and get a few guys from around the country that can help with, you know, with the influx of talent. But they've got to keep the guys in from Iowa. Iowa's actually got some JUCO uh, colleges here. They get get a few JUCOs from here, and you don't know what can happen. Add in some, uh, you know, guys that just do everything well, like a bear, some hustle guys, and I think Iowa State, yeah, and a, a Pemsel. Yeah, pointed out Pemsel to me. I love Pemsel, although it, it looks to me like he's not finishing around the basket like he was earlier in the year. Um, so I'd like to see that because he's he's not a high flyer or anything, but he does use his body position well. Um, Creener, we talk about the Iowa thing, keeping these guys in the border, me being a snot and saying, hey, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I think the Iowa kids should stay in Iowa. Iowa State's got a great academic program. They got a great coach. Iowa's got a great coach. Iowa's got a great academic program. There's no reason for them to lose. Now, I'm not saying LaFrenz and Collison need to be slaves. I understand. No, but I'm not saying they can't leave. But I would like them to stay in the state 
and make some of the people that helped build them into the men they are, make them happy. How about that preschool teacher that wiped your butt when you pooped your pants? Uh, How about that? How about your neighbors that helped you? How about all those teachers? What's wrong wrong with staying in the state of Iowa? I I don't see it. Um, As far as the future of this uh, program, I'm high on it. Talked about the point guard thing. I don't know if Bohannon's going to get over-recruited past. I don't know. I love his shot out to 26 feet. I love the fact that it's not just a shot out to 26 feet, but they have to come and guard him, and he can get it off quick. He has a very fast release. Um, But the defense will have to improve. It will have to improve. Speaking of things that will have to improve if the Hawkeyes want to be good, rebounding, okay? And what? (laughs) <laughs> the the rebounds are about the thing that are about ready to I'm about ready to blow a gasket. I remember Fran saying a few years ago, and I was doing the podcast with John Miller, and I kept bringing it up, podcast after podcast to the point where you're annoying yourself, okay? And I'm good at annoying myself and other people, but we didn't block out all season. I'm saying, are we doing any blocking out drills in practice? Is anybody doing any blocking out drills in practice? And guess what we found out after the year? He actually mentioned, yeah, you know what? We didn't do any blocking out drills in practice. If you played fifth grade basketball, guys, you don't have to be a college player to have understand this. Most people, most of you guys that are listening to this right now played at least up to, you know, grade school or high school. You remember the blocking out drills? You remember the coach standing at the three-point line throwing up bricks on purpose and you having to block them out? And if the ball didn't hit the ground, you ran suicides or eight six four twos or whatever the hell was called. My God, I'll, I'll never forget those eight six four twos. They were essentially a suicides, but I think they were worse than suicides. It's, it sounds weird that something could be worse than a suicide, but it, it was it was water torture. It, yeah, oh, it, it was absolutely, it was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, let's see, what else can we talk about? As far as the future of the program, I've seen tape of the Nunge kid, Jack Nunge. Fran, now we all know Fran gets a little crazy with this. Referred to him kind of as Utah-esque, 6'10", 200. And if I'm correct, I don't think Utah ever got much higher than 215, 218, 219. I think he was like 216, 217 at the combine. The guy could just not put on weight. I saw him at a basketball, at a baseball game once, and I'm just, you need some help? You need some, uh, what would you like uh, advice on how to gain weight? Because I could, I could help you out here. Come over to my uh, pantry, and there's these things called chips, and they put weight on you, okay? I promise you, they put weight on the Cheddar and sour cream. Mm. Potato Olays, let me tell you. Those suckers, and you can't stop eating them. So I, I've never understood that, not being able to put weight on thing. I, I know there are people like it, but for the most part, 99% of the time, I don't buy it. Um, but as far as Jack Nungy, that kid, he's going to be good. Uh, they've got a big kid coming out from D.C., very interested in him. I've seen clips of him quite a bit on YouTube and, and other stuff. I also like his confidence. He looks to me, sometimes you can look into guys' guys' eyes and tell if they've got it, if they're confident. He was totally confident talking to the reporters that I saw. Um, he mentioned a number of times, he doesn't have a vertical leap. No vertical leap, okay? He admitted it. He 
He can't jump over a phone book. He can't jump over, you know, a Chinese restaurant menu. He can't. He admits it. He understands it's all about positioning underneath. And then guess what else he does? Hits threes at 6'10". Okay, that's kind of what we don't have this year um, with Cook and Pemsel, even though I, I, I love both those guys. But we don't have that outside shot that I love unless you're going to count Creener, who I don't think is getting enough minutes. I am a Creener fan. Fran has said since day one that they track those rebounds at the beginning of practice and blah, blah, blah to see who is actually the best rebounder on the team. And he was winning. He was winning the rebound battle. And you can tell because he understands positioning better than anybody that I see on the team. He looks to me like the only one that blocks out. For some reason, our guys like to think that they can turn. Somebody shoots the ball, you turn around. And that's good enough. No, you're not You're not holding your position. They put a little push in the back, and you're out of position under the basket already. Boom, second chance points. That can't happen. That can't happen. So he'll, he'll be helping with rebounding next year. Uh, Nunge, it'll be interesting to see if he plays. It's going to be interesting. I don't know that anybody's brought this up. Actually, I know people have brought this up. I want a Wisconsin program. I want a, I want a program that is deep and is so deep that you can actually redshirt guys and put weight on them. Maybe this nunch kid is one of a type like that that really could use a redshirt year to put on weight. 6'10", 210 is a beanpole, man. And you, you, better, you better get in the weight room or you're going to get destroyed in the Big Ten because the Big Ten is physical. But it, it's going to be interesting to see. We are absolutely full of forwards. We're, we're full of forwards. Who's playing? Who's not going to play? Who's transferring? Who's not transferring? Who's going to suck it up and say, I'm going to be a team player and I'm going to take a red shirt? Because right now, there's too many players. There's too many forwards. I don't know. Look at all these guys. Who's playing and who's who's not? I I get a migraine thinking about it. I feel sorry for friend. Is he going to play 12 guys? What What's the alternative? Unless it's an 80-minute game and you can play 20 guys, 15 guys, at the, we'd be a damn good team. You could play 80 minutes and play 15 guys. Look out, baby. But that's not that's not how it works. You're not out there with two basketballs either. There's only one basketball. So not everybody has to be a scorer. Not everybody has to be this or that. Know your role. Figure out what your role is, whether it's to come in and bang and play defense, whether it's come in and stretch the defense and hit three-pointers like an Ellingson, like a, like a Jock, like a um, Bohannon, which we've talked about. Um... But I know there's a lot of disagreement on Bohannon, and I kind of like him. I I think he's got it in him. I think he's got it in him. I can see him growing. I can see the confidence growing. Um, does he have enough lateral quickness to play defense? We're going to find out. But I do know one thing. He can shoot, and it's in his blood to shoot. And I love me some shooters. Exile Brewing Company has a couple of beers that they want you to know about. One, the Ruthie, the flagship beer available year-round, a golden lager, light, medium-bodied beer, incredibly smooth finish, their most popular beer that Exile Brewing Company makes. Let me give you a few adjectives they give. A subtle biscuit and caramel undertone, but very well-balanced. Brew with premium German malt and hops, available year-round. And some seasonal beers, the one they're featuring 
right now, the Sir Mokalot Stout. Again, some adjectives from Exile. Jet black in color, medium body, brewed with local cocoa from Stam, coffee malt, and chocolate malt. Robust coffee aroma smells like a fresh pot of dark roast coffee. Rich dark chocolate finish from local cocoa. That is available through February, available on tap and in bottles throughout the entire state of Iowa. So it'll it'll be interesting. What else? What else do we want to talk about here? Uh, we got five game span here of Illinois, Indiana at Maryland, at Wisconsin, and Penn State. We're fourteen and twelve overall right now. Six and seven in the Big Ten. So let's say you beat Illinois, you beat Penn State. Sure, those two for sure. Wink, wink. Yeah, because everything's for sure in basketball. Um, at Maryland, probably lose. At Wisconsin, probably lose. And you got to win the close games. You can't. You can't let double overtime losses. You can't have that. You can't have that Nebraska overtime loss. You can't. You have to win those. And you got to find guys on the team that have that look that will be able to hit the game winner. And not only that, you can make stops on the defensive end too. Guess what? That's clutch too. It's not just some guy hitting, going Kyrie Irving and hitting a three pointer with. 25 seconds against uh, Golden State. That's not just clutch. It's LeBron's LeBlanc. It's defense. That can be clutch, too. It's not just on the offensive end, which everybody seems to only talk about the offensive end. How much man do we play? How much zone do we play? Um, So that'll be interesting. The fun thing, the exciting thing that I get very excited about when I think about this team is we're not going to make the NCAA tournament outright. And it's fun to be able to say we because I can't say that on the radio and I get they kill me when I say we on the radio. You know what? Yeah, I say we on the radio. You know what? I also I say we when we win and I say we when we lose. If you only say we when we win, you're not allowed. But if you say when we when we lose, I think that's pretty fair. You know? <laughs> as long hey, as long I go out of my, I'm a guy that goes out of my way to wear Hawkeye gear after we lose. That's how I am. Hardcore, baby. Hardcore. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. I, I think we've got to get it. I was got to get in the NIT. I think that would help so much uh, from a confidence standpoint. Um, it's not going to be easy. Can we win in the, in, in the Big Ten tournament? Fran has not had much success over that um, at all. He, we just have not had success in the uh, – in uh, his era under the in the Big Ten, uh, who's another guy that we could talk about? Kreiner, Kreiner, we've talked about. I told you he brings something to the table that not not any of the other guys do. He can hit an outside shot. Um, none of the other guys can. I think Pemsel is a guy that's going to be able to do it. I've heard Bobby Hansen say, and I think Bobby Hansen actually worked with him earlier in the year. I think he's got the stroke. I think he's going to be able to do it, and I think he will be able to hit that 15-foot jump shot later in his career. He's got it there. It looks good, don't you think? I think I think it looks good, and I think he's got that. Cook on the hand, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on Cook's shot. Ahmad Wagner, let me tell you about his uh, hands. I can't – okay, love his hustle, love his defense, love his toughness. Dude has stone hands, man. I mean stone hands, and I cannot believe this guy was offered a football scholarship. It's It's – and and Bohannon's got to understand who he's passing to on some of these fast breaks where he's whipping it in there. Jeez. I mean, he just fumbles the ball 
almost every single time. He never handles it cleanly, and it's crazy that he was offered a, a, a scholarship to play wide receiver. But I do other intangibles he brings. I love the defense, the energy, and you do love that. All right, let's talk. This is going to be the hard part to talk about. At the Iowa State game yesterday, let me tell you something, guys. Yeah, first of all, I got in. Yes, I was not in a headlock. They did not put me in a headlock. They didn't have my, you know, my uh, picture up not, and not let me in. But it was a fantastic time. The Johnny Orr, what was it called? His little bar area, whatever that was called. Johnny Orr's little bar area. Everybody's in there having beer before the game. The donor club, it was awesome. I don't have that money kind of, kind of money, but they – uh we had some friends that were able to get it to us, and we got to sit on the court. The crowd there, they they do this thing called where they put this left hand, and then there's this right hand, and what they do is they slap them together, and it makes a sound. It's very interesting. It's it's, And I'm looking around, and I'm going, people are standing. I didn't know you could stand up at basketball games. Did you? I didn't know you could stand up at basketball. I didn't know students could cheer. I didn't know students could cyclone power. I'll, I will say that's the that's the stupidest cheer I've ever heard in my life. Cyclone power. They didn't do it very often because I think I'm going to keep making fun of them until they stop because it, that's a that's a seventh grade cheer. Cyclone power. But everything else about that place about Hilton was phenomenal. The tailgate atmosphere. Do we have anything like that at Iowa? Is there any sort? Be nice about what? You like Carver? What? Yes, the Cyclone people were nice. Yes. No crap. Went with some Oklahoma fans. And nope. Nothing. Nothing. Smiles came up, talked. And and, uh, I'm not necessarily sure they believe in their team. But back to Hilton. It's a great, fun environment to be on. The students are down there. That's what I... It's a home court advantage, which Carver does not have. They just freaking don't. And in the sewing circle joke, it's not just a joke anymore. My dad went with some high donors to an Iowa game last week, and I can't even believe it's true, but they went up with a lady who literally was knitting in the car. I don't think she took the knitting there to actually the Iowa game to watch it. Yes, I, I don't think she did. But it's got to stop. The reading of the books, the flossing of the teeth, the on your phone all the time, it needs to be a better home court advantage if Iowa and Fran want to want to meet the ceiling of this program which it can be and you have to have a home court advantage like Michigan State had last time like virtually yes the students on the court everybody else that I look at in the Big Ten that is worth a damn has it even look at Northwestern for now even there I'm like I can't I mean it doesn't sound like you could hear yourself think there or whatever that trying to think what game that was that they played. and the, the crowd was just insane. Iowa's got to figure that out. It's time for Fran to put his foot down. It's time for the fans to put their foot down. And I'm sorry, we're, we're sounding hypocritical because we have some big donor friends at both Iowa and Iowa State that we got to go sit on the floor. And I get that, why they would not want that, why they would not like that. They're giving money. They're helping with the weight. Yeah. Yeah, at some point, don't you want to have fun? If every other school can do it, why not Iowa? Help the boys out, okay? And stand during the game. When we're going on a 6, 8, and 10 game or a 10-point run, stand up and cheer then. 
I, the, the standing up at half or at a commercial break, I don't get that. What good does that do? Okay, I don't get it, and I will. I'm just not going to games unless they start improving that atmosphere. Because what I saw yesterday at Hilton kills me to say it kills me, and I think Carver can get there. It's been there. What's funny? Winter I was best crowds. NIT games that don't matter. You didn't make the NCAA tournament. Why are we going so crazy? But they do. They go crazy. It's a different fan base. People are in, sitting in different places, so it can be done. The, there are Hawkeye fans out there that are passionate. They need to th- just rethink the seating, and I don't think it's brain surgery. They need lights on the crowd. It's like you're at a movie. Like you're not even a part of the action. Am I wrong? You just... It seems like you're just sitting there eating popcorn. You know, I have, you know, no vested interest in actually uh, making a difference in this team. Why? It, it's the exact different at Kinnick. Kinnick, you're right on the field. You're standing the whole damn game. You feel like you can make a an impact. It's just the exact opposite at, at Carver. I think it could change. I've seen it at certain moments where Carver can get, get rocking. And some of them are NIT games, which I just I, I don't get, will never get. And uh, but we're gonna plan on having some of these podcasts. What to expect? Um, fun tweet questions. Anything you want to tweet? We may even try to take phone calls there in the future. I'll talk with John about that and Joe Schmelko to see if we could do that. Some of you uh, message board guys could could uh, call in, um, tweet me at Wolfgang Hawkeye. And we will read some of your tweets. We plan on doing one instant re, uh, reacts after every game. Uh, every once in a while, I think I'll be with John Miller. Um, and then, like I say, I'd, I'd like to take phone calls and then even uh, maybe bring on some of the message word posters that um, everybody has either grown to love or love to hate. So, um, thanks for listening. This is Wolfgang. Hey, Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter. We will be back soon. Thanks.